0: All three leading presidential candidates from the DPP, TPP and KMT have promised to support female leaders in politics. On Wednesday, all three attended a forum held by the Taiwan Women on Boards Association. Speaking at the event, the DPP's Lai ching promised that women would make up a third of his cabinet if he's elected. He also said he would prioritize the woman for his running mate.
1: At a forum held by the Taiwan Women on Boards Association, DPP presidential candidate Lai Qingde presented his gender equality policies.
2: There is no other man in Taiwan who is better suited to discuss this topic than I am. Tsai Ing-wen is Taiwan's first female president. I was a premier, and now I'm her vice president. From her, we can see the qualities that make a good female leader. The first one is resilience.
1: Lai praised President Tsai, saying she has strengthened Taiwan's resolve and made the country more diverse and inclusive.
2: If I am given the opportunity to lead this country, my goal will be for women to make up at least one-third of the cabinet. And in the future, I will prioritize considering a woman as my choice for vice president.
1: (laughs) Lai was asked if his running mate would be Taiwan's representative to the U.S. Xiao Bi Kim, but he declined to respond. In his speech, he also voiced approval of the Tsai administration's policies for child and elder care.
2: Former President Ma Ying-jeou set aside a budget of about 15 billion NT for children aged 0 to 6. Today, the budget is 120 billion NT. The long-term care program initially had 700 service locations. Version 2.0 increased that to more than 12,000. In In Taipei City, women run 35% of for profit organizations. And over the past 25 years, 20% of recipients for entrepreneurial subsidies were women. So Taiwanese women are a pretty influential force. as new Taipei mayor, women make up one-third of my administration's directors. Whenever seniors in our families become disabled or develop dementia and need someone to help, it is most often women who give up their jobs. That's why I was the first one to propose removing the Barthel Index requirement for people aged 80 and up. Thanks to my policy presentation, my vision was realized before I could even get elected president, because the DPP took my idea and implemented it.
1: Seeking not to be overshadowed by the DPP, the KMT's Hou Yi and the TPP's Ke Wen touted their mayoral records in
0: gender equality. With the election approaching, fake news is circulating online. But this year, there's a new threat, AI-generated deep fakes. Deep fakes can show politicians saying words they've never said. They can also show celebrities making spurious candidate endorsements. The Investigation Bureau says it will take action against deep fakes ahead of the 2024 general election. The bureau has software tools for detecting deep fakes and removing them from the web within 48 hours. It's also ramping up public education on how to identify deep fakes. To spot a fake video, watch out for eyes that don't blink or blink in a way that seems unnatural. Another sign of a deep fake is a misalignment between gaze direction and orientation of the face. Besides these traits, you can also watch out for blurriness along the edges of the face or distortions of the teeth, glasses, or jewelry. The Nuclear Safety Commission is up and running. The new government agency was unveiled at a ceremony on Wednesday. It will be taking on the duties of the Atomic Energy Council handling Taiwan's nuclear decommissioning and nuclear waste management. The Atomic Energy Council was restructured into the NSC this May by the Legislative Yuan.
1: Earlier this year, the Legislative Yuan approved the downgrading of the Atomic Energy Council from a second-level agency under the Executive Yuan to an independent third-level unit. The new Nuclear Safety Commission was unveiled on Wednesday, with the Premier and Vice-Premier in attendance.
2: To ensure food safety after the Fukushima nuclear accident, the Atomic Energy Council and the Nuclear Research Institute undertook most of the border checks for radioactivity in food imports. Altogether, they tested about 210,000 items to ensure the products were safe. In the future, the Nuclear Safety Commission must earn the trust of the general public when carrying out its operations.
1: In line with the government's goal of going nuclear-free by 2025, the new commission will assume the responsibilities of the Atomic Energy Council, ensuring nuclear safety in Taiwan. It will also handle nuclear decommissioning and nuclear waste management. The fuel cycle and materials administration under the Atomic Energy Council has been incorporated into the new commission, while the radiation monitoring center has been downgraded to a fourth-level agency. Amid the downgrades, there are concerns that the new units won't have sufficient capabilities.
2: Our personnel, roles and funding have not changed much. If there are any problems, we can ask the minister without portfolio to negotiate with the Executive Yuan. The spent fuel pools at the first and second nuclear power plants are approaching full capacity. We will continue to urge Thai Power to coordinate a response with the local government.
1: Waste storage is nearing capacity, but New Taipei and Thai Power are at loggerheads over whether to move the spent fuel rods to dry cask storage. The Nuclear Safety Commission says it will continue mediating in hopes of reaching a solution that satisfies both
0: parties. Train buffs, you're in for a treat. i Corporation, which makes smart cards for the Gauchong Metro, has released a card shaped like a miniature station master's cap. It's modeled after a cap worn by real railway station masters. It's also the most expensive transit card that's co branded with the Taiwan Railways Administration. Despite its price, the pass sold out fast during online pre orders. It was launched in stores on Wednesday, attracting eager railway aficionados.
1: We made six samples because we were very particular about the fine details. We wanted the brim to be nice and stiff. This cap had to have a tightness to it so that people feel that it stands upright because it symbolizes the spirit of the Taiwan Railway's administration.
0: The cap is worn exclusively by TRA station masters at Taipei, Taichung, Kaohsiung, and Hualien stations. Railway buffs note that the iPass is modeled after the cap worn by male station masters. Will there be a female version of the iPass? Hang on to your hat and stay tuned. Taoyuan has unveiled iTrash, a state of the art intelligent waste bin. Located at Dashi Old Street, the smart waste disposal can be used with an easy card. It offers cashback incentives to users who deposit recyclables. Regular trash is kept cool inside the box to prevent unpleasant odor. The city hopes that iTrash will help keep its tourist spots spick and span. Behold the iTrash, a waste
1: receptacle that marks a big step toward becoming a smart city.
2: It can store quite a large amount of waste. There's no need to wait for the garbage truck. You can just come here to throw out your trash with an easy card.
1: Integrating sensors and the Internet of Things, the iTrash has six features. Trash compression, refrigeration for odor prevention, overflow detection, automatic status reports, free Wi-Fi and cash back rewards. <laughs> Italian's mayor gives it a go. Insert an Easy card or Taoyuan Citizen card and put your trash in the machine. With the tap of a button on the screen, the waste is
2: gone. For example, on weekends and holidays, Dashi District sees big crowds of people, and our cleaning crews can't keep up. Of course, we wouldn't want the trash to pile up on the streets. With this smart waste bin, you can just come here and throw away your trash.
1: It's a new chapter in Taoyuan's waste management. The city aims to solve its overflowing trash bins at tourist hotspots. The smart system has sensors inside to monitor garbage capacity, reducing cleanup costs for the machine's interior and its neighboring environment. (laughs) The bin also accepts recyclables,
0: giving users cash back rewards. Taiwan's economy contracted for the 10th straight month in August, according to the National Development Council. The NDC's composite index of indicators flashed a blue light indicating economic contraction. Taiwan has now surpassed the nine-month contraction streak experienced during the global financial crisis. It's equal the 10-month downturn seen during the 2011 European debt crisis and 2015 tech recession. But the NDC says there are signs of a recovery coming soon.
1: The indicator continued to flash blue, mainly due to financial indicators. However, metrics such as exports have shown improvement. The declines in industrial production and sales have slowed. There's been improvement in these fundamental indicators. With the gradual launch of new AI applications on the market, we expect improvement in exports.
0: The NDC says the worst of the downturn is over. With new products to hit the market, there's hope of the economy picking up in the fourth quarter, potentially shifting to yellow-blue, which indicates sluggishness. In addition, a minimum wage hike and a pay raise for public sector workers will both take effect next year, giving a boost to domestic demand. Turning now to the Asian Games in Hangzhou, China. Team Taiwan added two silver medals on Tuesday, both in Taekwondo. One was from Olympic bronze medalist Lo Jia Ling in the women's under 57 kilogram event. Speaking after the match, Lo fought back tears and expressed regret over missing the gold medal, but she vowed to push herself even harder at upcoming com- competitions. Taiwan's second silver was from Ling Wei Jing, who was making her Asian Games debut.
2: Olympic bronze medalist Lor Jialing won silver at the Asian Games in the women's under 57 kilogram event. After an emotional moment in the sparring ring, she brushed off her tears and set sights on an even greater goal.
1: We had worked very hard to try and win a gold medal, but in the end, we failed to achieve that. It is a real pity but I need to refocus. I feel regret, but I will turn it into motivation to work harder for other competitions.
2: Law's parents were in the front row in Hangzhou, cheering for their daughter.
1: (laughs) There was a bit of difference in her strength and her opponent's. That's something she'll need to work on in the future.
2: Law plans to stay in China for training before the Taoyuan World Taekwondo Grand Prix in October, where she hopes to win qualification points for the Paris Olympics. Over in the under-53 category, Lin Jun also made it to the final. Lin's mother Liu Zhaoqing is also a taekwondo athlete, who won gold at the World Games and Asian Championship.
1: In the first round against my South Korean opponent, her movements were very fast, so I was quite nervous. Although I was in the lead at the beginning, I got a bit careless in the last few seconds. Had I put on a better defense in the first round, I think the gold medal would have been mine."
2: In her post-finals interview, Lin spoke with regret about her defeat. Toward the end of the first round, Lin was in the lead 6-5, but a roundhouse kick from her opponent just before the buzzer turned the score to 7-6, forcing Lin to settle for silver.
1: Her opponent got points in the last three seconds. She completely overlooked that kick. It's a pity.
2: Though Lin missed out on gold, she still secured silver for Taiwan, marking a good start in her taekwondo career. Yeah.
0: Taiwan's tea leaf industry is worth more than $30 NT in tea a year. But in recent years, cases of fake Taiwan tea that was grown overseas have made headlines. With Taiwan tea's unique cachet justifying premium prices, plenty of unscrupulous tea sellers want in on the profits. How can consumers tell genuine Taiwanese tea apart from the imitators? According to farmers, the only solid method is to taste it. If you can taste a hint of citrus and it reminds you somehow of an island, then that's a good sign.
1: Pour in the hot water and wait one or two minutes until the leaves unfurl. The golden tea has a light floral scent. Make sure to breathe in deep before taking a sip.
2: Actually, the most important way to determine the quality of tea is to drink and smell it. That's the most precise way.
1: Tea experts have tricks to evaluate leaves. But in recent years, multiple tea merchants have been arrested for selling premium Taiwanese tea that was actually lower-grade Vietnamese leaves. As a consumer, how can you watch out for scams?
2: As it stands, there's actually no reliable way to distinguish Vietnamese and Taiwanese tea we can only tell them apart by taste. For example, Taiwanese oolong has a slight hint of the island climate and a fruity citrus note. Oolongs from Vietnam don't have that in the same way.
1: It's hard to tell the leaves apart by sight, but you can taste the difference if you know what to taste for. For oolong, it's that citrus note you should watch out for in genuine Taiwanese tea.
2: The Vietnamese farms use Taiwanese varieties of tea, Taiwanese growing methods and machines. The methods are all the same, so they're hard to tell apart. Since Vietnamese teas came in, the Taiwanese tea and beverage research station has what they call DNA testing technologies.
1: Tea farmers say that fake Taiwan tea has proliferated in recent years since Taiwanese teas and manufacturing processes arrived in Southeast Asian countries such as Vietnam, India and Thailand. The Ministry of Culture uses a multi-element test for tea to identify the real thing in hopes of protecting the name of authentic Taiwan-grown tea.
0: Officials have created an ecosystem protection pond in Mugua River in Hualien in an effort to protect the river ecology from the impact of a nearby power plant. The river is used to provide water for power generation, which can lead to sudden drops in the water level, a crisis for water-based flora and fauna. But the new shelter pond aims to give river-dwelling creatures a safe haven to wait out such dry spells until the river is full again. Officials say the trial project is going well and hope to widen the scheme to more rivers in the future.
1: This is Mugua River in Hualien. It plays a key role in power generation and agricultural irrigation in the area. But that means the river level drops when there's a break in inflow or outflow at the power plant, creating a struggle to survive for the river's inhabitants.
2: When there's a break in the flow, it might cause an area to have no water. So we thought, the ecosystem is very important. So seeing as we have this protected river area, can we try to install a shelter pond?
1: The Water Resources Agency is trialing a water ecosystem shelter pond with a settling basin and deep and shallow areas. It uses differences in the water course to guide fish and prawns to the shelter pond from where they can easily return to the river when the water level recovers.
2: It's actually a way to expand the habitat, and the river management office understands clearly that what we're doing now is just a start. At least the branch has done this much at this stage so other organizations can come and join in. (laughs) For example, the afo Kikuchi has come back. It's a representative fish species of the East Rift Valley. Gradually, the ecosystem in the water is becoming very rich.
1: The Ninth River Management Office plans to invite academic institutions in to observe the pond and the river. If they find the shelter pond is working well, the same project might be replicated at rivers in other areas.
0: Well, it's the perfect season for crab in New Taipei, and a fresh crab market will open over the holiday weekend. Fishermen hope to entice seafood fans to the Yaleo holiday live crab market on the north coast. There, consumers can find lots of pre-cooked crab dishes as well as live crab to take home. But if you can't make it there, you can also enjoy this seasonal catch at a five-star hotel where crab meat will appear in adorable crab-shaped dumplings.
2: Live Wanli crabs are still wriggling as they come off the fishing boat. Fishmongers sort through and categorize them by quality.
1: People say seasonal food tastes the best, so mid-autumn is the best season for eating crab. And as I just said, the weather has been great, so the quality of crab this year is fantastic.
2: The Yelio holiday live crab market on the New Taipei coast will kick off on the first day of the mid-autumn festival long weekend. There will be cooked dishes made with freshly caught crab and a sale of live crab lucky bags.
1: The producers are selling directly to people who love to eat crab. We expect a catch of over 1,000 tons this year. We recommend viewers to go to the seaside to give it a try.
2: And for those who can't make it to the Yelio market, producers also have a collaboration with a five-star hotel. Its restaurant has dreamed up a special dish for each different species of Wanli crab.
1: Flower crabs, three-spot swimming crabs, and rock crabs. Our special Wanli crab dishes include the crab and prawn dumplings. We boil the crab and then tear it open and mix it with prawn meat, and then shape the dumplings into the shape of crabs.
2: As full tragedy sets in, New Taipei hopes to attract shoppers to the north coast for a crab bonanza. Fishermen urge seafood lovers to grab the chance now in the perfect season.
0: The mid-autumn festival long weekend is coming up, but rains might also be on the way, so plan accordingly. Rising humidity is expected starting Thursday, bringing a chance of rain in greater Taipei, Taoyuan and the east coast. In the north and northeast, you can also expect overcast skies, which means if you want to see the moon, you'll need to try your luck. Here's a look at your holiday weather.
1: Downpours began in the south Tuesday night and persisted to the next day, prompting heavy rain advisories in five cities and counties. Mid-autumn festival is coming up, but rising humidity is in the forecast from Thursday to Saturday. In the north, northeast and Henshin Peninsula, cloudy skies could make moon gazing a
0: challenge.
2: Windward areas like northern Taiwan and especially greater Taipei will have a slightly higher chance of rain. The Taoyuan area, too, could see some rain. In the eastern region, rainfall could be more significant. In the northeast, conditions could include heavier cloud cover. As for central and southern regions, if thunderstorms strike in the afternoon, there will be a better chance of seeing the moon in the evening.
1: Over the mid autumn holiday, the night sky will be less visible in Taipei, New Taipei, Jilong, Ilan, Hualien, and Taidong. There will be a higher chance of clear skies in Xinjiu and regions to its south, including Tainan and Penghu. In other news, the Central Weather Administration noted that so far this month, only one tropical storm has formed in the Pacific. That's the fewest storms recorded in any September since
2: 1951. Since the start of September, there's only been one storm, Tropical Storm yun or the 13th Tropical Storm of the Year. No other tropical storms have formed. But looking ahead, we can see major low-pressure zones near Taiwan, particularly near the South China Sea and east of the Philippines. Tropical weather systems could still develop in the future, although it remains to be seen whether they become tropical storms.
1: The first northeast monsoon of the autumn season is due to arrive on October 1st. Temperatures are set to drop two or three degrees Celsius. Northern Taiwan could dip below 30 degrees, so expect fall to be in the air.